Welcome to Design Your Life with Sandy. I am your host, Sandy Yang. I am a brain rewiring certified coach and human design expert. In this podcast, we talk about becoming the most kick-ass, unstoppable version of yourself, building a life of alignment and flow that you deserve, and taking a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at sandyyang.hd. Welcome to the final episode of 2021. Happy New Year's Eve. It will be New Year's Eve when this episode airs. And wow, I started this podcast back in January. So it's been like almost a year of talking to this microphone and When I was thinking about starting a podcast, I actually thought about it for like a year, just kind of fantasizing about it. So it's kind of cool that I have been doing this and have really grown in sharing my voice. And I'm so grateful for all of you for tuning in. Like you have no idea. Okay, so who is ready for this new year? You know, I really do love that time between Christmas and New Year's. It just feels like such a relaxing time. I know not everyone gets to relax, but it's been such a good time just reflecting on this past year and planning and manifesting for the year ahead. Okay, so I had a healing circle end of December and it was for the winter solstice and it was really great we really focused on activating our manifestations for the new year really got clear on what kind of energy we want to embody it was such an amazing group um the energy was beautiful i've gotten such great feedbacks from those who attended and i will officially be hosting those energy healing circles monthly. The next one will be on January 17th at 6 p.m. PST. That will be when we have the next full moon. So full moon is such a powerful time to do energy healing. I mean, honestly, any day is a good day. It's just the full moon energy is just extra potent. So if you have to pick one day out of the month to reflect and release, that's a good day for you. I'll be sharing more updates around this closer to January 17th on my Instagram and newsletter. So if you're not hanging out with me there, go join me there. Link in the show notes. And okay, so back to what I was saying. In the group healing, we all came up with a word that we each want to embody in 2022. So instead of like setting New Year's resolutions, which sounds kind of annoying at this point, um, we're just really picking one word that we want to embrace in the new year and everything we do. So the word I shared that I want to embody was CEO. Okay, I know it's like three letters, but it was CEO. And what that means to me is really just prioritizing my business and really focusing my best energy there. That means prioritizing my peak hours on 
actions that will move the needle forward instead of just motions that technically you're like doing the thing but is not really moving you forward. So there's a huge difference between action and motion. Action move you forward towards your goal and motion is like the actions you take to prepare yourself to take action towards that goal if that makes sense. So let's say someone has body composition goals. They want to maybe drop a few pounds, build some limb muscle and become more athletic. Um, so action is, you know, going to the gym and do your workouts, do those exercises. Motion is like you Google what is the best workout to do. Um, talking to a personal trainer, um, touring different gyms and studios. So that is motion. Um, obviously motion is important, but you know, um, we want to focus on moving the needle forward. And sometimes, I mean, a lot of us get lost in the motion piece. Um, we can get hung up with what is the best diet out there? What is the best workout? Instead of just picking a thing and start doing. So that's a little something, something to think about when you think about achieving your 2022 goals. And just so you know, I did not come up with the motion versus action piece. I learned that from a book called Atomic Habits, which I read over the last few days. I've been raving about it to everyone. I shared this on my social media and a lot of people were saying, oh, I've been meaning to read that book or I've had it for months or even years, but I just never finished. Okay, so this time of year is a perfect time to read the book. Um, highly recommended. It's really helpful if you want to build some good habits going forward. Habits are really everything. It's like setting up a system for your success. And honestly, I'll just tell you right now, I am so bad at finishing books. I tend to get excited when a new book comes out and there's a lot of marketing around it and I'll be like, oh my God, I need to read this book. It's going to change my life. And they are good books. It's just sometimes I get the Kindle or the Audible. So they're all on my phone and the phone is a very busy place. You have email to check, social media to check, the weather to check. So it's very distracting. Every time I would try to sit down and read, I end up doing other things. I feel like, and I know, okay, I know one of the big reasons that I finished reading Atomic Habits in just a few days was because I just left it somewhere I would always see. I actually left it like by my bedside table. So every night I would just read for an hour or so and, and then I finished it. So Making it accessible and easy is so, so, so important. I have actually been waking up very early these days is one of my goals to, you know, sleep and wake up early. And I always lay out everything I need for my morning hydration and coffee the night before. So it's easy. Like if it's hard, you're less likely to do it. That's just human nature. 
Um, so reatomic habits. If you feel like, huh, I could really use some better habits this year, such a good book. Highly recommend. I already said that, but anyways. So earlier this week, I shared a newsletter to my email community about how to effectively achieve our New Year goals, or just like achieve goals in general, and. I share those things because I learned it. I tried it on myself, and I like it. I'm not like someone who is always happy or motivated, achieving goals and all that stuff. I am not talking at you. I am learning right along with you. Okay, now that we've got that out of the way, let's talk about motivation. There are many days that I just don't feel motivated to be working on my business, even though I know I should. Sometimes you just don't feel it.、Um, other times you do. So motivation is something that is not very reliable. I think we can all agree on that. But something I also notice is that once I get doing, even though I'm not feeling pumped. I increasingly get more motivated as I do the thing, so I think we can also agree on that too. But let's talk about motivation and drive in a more—I、um, don't want to say scientific, but、um, there is definitely good science behind what I'm going to share with you. So, okay, I'll just get started. My newsletter that went out this week was called "How to Eat an Elephant," and I've got a lot of good feedback, so that's why I'm sharing it on the podcast. If that's your preferred way to consume content, but anyways, okay. So how do we eat an elephant? Well, the answer is one bite at a time. Like we've heard something like that. You know, the whole journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step, or the good old enjoy the process. So we hear those all the time, and those sayings aren't new. So what the heck? Like on some level, it's like yes, we should enjoy the process. We should focus on one step at a time and just keep moving forward. But like, if all we have to do is moving forward one step at a time, then why isn't everyone just fucking successful? Like why? Isn't everyone just pursuing their goals, no matter how challenging? Okay, so we've all heard that progress is not linear, and that can be a beautiful thing. But also, like when you're kind of like plateauing, it kind of sucks. So some days it feels like anything is fucking possible, and you're on fire. You're at the right place at the right time, and other days you just feel like a pile of shit. I mean, as a business owner. The anxiety is real. Okay, so the juicy question is, how do we keep going? And what I'm about to share with you is applicable to everything, whether that is building a business, working on a project, working on your health and wellness, having body composition goals, training for a marathon, basically all the things. Okay, so here's the deal. We have all heard of the molecule dopamine, and we're familiar with it. We kind of think of it as being the reward neurotransmitter. We might associate dopamine with sugar, drugs, 
social media, and other addictive behaviors, not necessarily good or bad. And this whole thing is not wrong, but what people don't necessarily understand is that dopamine is actually the motivation and drive molecule. It is an incredibly powerful molecule that allows us to buffer challenges, pursue for longer, and actually enjoy the process of effort, believe it or not. And let's talk about the difference between successful and unsuccessful people. For the purpose of this podcast, when I talk about successful people, I'm talking about people who have a higher quality of life, who have success after success, and their life tends to move on an upward trajectory. Um, like they're happy with their lives, they like where they're going, they feel satisfied, and they want to keep going. Um, Unsuccessful people, I'm talking about people who struggle to feel satisfied, who don't like where their life is going, who maybe have one big success and never have another one again. Um, so that's how I mean. I know success is for you to define for yourself, but just bear with me throughout this episode. So the difference between successful and unsuccessful people is their dopamine pathways. That's really it. So unsuccessful people attach dopamine with the end result, whereas successful people who continue to be successful and have an upward trajectory, they attach dopamine to the effort process. And now, I don't want anyone to think, well, okay, so I should just like not have any goals or be goal-oriented. That's not what I'm saying. Obviously, we need to keep the end goal in mind. We need to know where the heck we're going and striving for after all. However, those who are successful are very careful about how much they focus on the end goal. And I'll just share with you my personal experience with this because for a big chunk of 2021 when I didn't understand this whole thing I was always thinking about my business in the future like when I have achieved this goal like I want to make this kind of money with those kind of clients and I want to have this kind of success. I was so focused on what I want to achieve instead of focusing my energy on the effort process of getting there. Like I wasn't enjoying my business. Like I really like my clients, but I was like, okay, how much longer do I have to do this before I have this kind of success? And business started to feel really icky. Like I wasn't inspired. Okay, so very important information going forward. So the key to having sustainable success, becoming a quote-unquote successful person, um, is to attach the sense of reward to the effort process. It is about recognizing that you are oriented to the right direction, like you are on the right path, 
noticing that hey, I'm not at my goal yet, but I just did this thing that brought me closer, and if I keep doing it, I might just get there. Also, people don't talk about this enough, but we can also reward ourselves for the things that we are not doing.、Um, so one thing that I've been doing every day since I've been trying to wake up early and not go back to bed is making my bed first thing in the morning. So I won't be tempted to go back to bed, you know, when the bed is perfectly made. So I'm basically rewarding myself for getting my ass out of bed when the alarm was ringing and not snoozing for the next hour, which I used to do a lot. So I think it's really important that we reward the things we're not doing, like the things. That could easily take us off the right path. Okay, affirmations is actually a really simple and useful tool if you're trying to tap into this dopamine pathway. And no, we're not talking about the kind that sounds like you're fucking lying to yourself or low-key just delusional and embarrassing. I don't like that.、Um, so. We're doing this the right way. Positive self-talk is really powerful if we practice it correctly. So, first, we want to pick something that you find challenging in doing. Let's say you want to lose weight in a healthy way. You got the healthy meals nailed down, but you find it hard to be physically active. You find yourself just being very sedentary all day because of your job. And you've decided to change your lifestyle. Like you want to be more active, so you're going to take a ten-minute walk every single day. It is not hard, obviously, but you know we have a lot of temptations. It's cozier to be a couch potato and binge Netflix. Am I right? So the ten-minute walk is just a little bit out of your comfort zone, but very doable, but challenging, obviously. Um, so your affirmation can be as long as I am walking ten minutes a day. I am on the right path to losing the weight. And you tell yourself when you are just really close to dropping the towel, be like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna not go on my walk. I'm going to drink wine and watch Netflix." You tell yourself that when you're just like really struggling. I'll be surprised if you don't feel more motivated or energized to go on that walk. And I'll share a personal example too. So my focus is business growth. I love, love, love my client sessions, but I struggle with consistency in sharing and showing up on social media for my business. So I can do client sessions all day. But I was really procrastinating and struggling with marketing, and my goal is to be more visible. So my affirmation in this case is: as long as I am showing up authentically on social media, I am on the right path to growing my business. And <laughs> another example: this is actually kind of embarrassing, but there were a few weeks. Um, in which I was 
finding it really hard to get out of bed and do work at my desk. Part of the reason is because it was freezing. I know I'm in California, but it was freezing. Like I just wanted to be wrapped in a blanket in bed, you know, and hibernate throughout the winter. But part of me was like, we have goals to achieve and things to do. So basically, I was wasting a lot of time sitting in bed, being lazy. Like literally, I just needed to migrate from the bed to the desk. Then I'll be solid. So I had to tell myself, as long as I am sitting at my desk, I am on the right path to having a productive day. So very naturally, getting out of bed and moving to my desk was a lot easier to do. So give this tool a try. I'll honestly be surprised if you don't feel more motivated to keep going or take the challenging actions you've been craving to take. And just circling back to the title of this podcast, How to Eat an Elephant. Just so you know, I have no desire to ever eat an elephant. Um, But when we think about big goals, it can feel so out of reach. And it's fun to think about, but also scary and intimidating and overwhelming. So I really suggest, you know, reading the Atomic Habits, setting your environment up for success, building systems that will help you, and getting really clear on what are the actions that will move the needle forward for you. Personally, I love the idea of having visions for the year and just like have fun dreaming it up and writing it down and then breaking the goals down into quarterly goals. So you have a better idea on what specific actions need to happen for that goal to be achieved. Once you know what actions are needed, you can plan them out. You can make space for them. And maybe even realize, hey, I can't do this by myself. So you seek out support. Okay, just to summarize, in 2022, we want to be goal-oriented. We want to reward ourselves for being on the right path. We want to really tap into that dopamine pathway to keep the motivation and drive going. We will be using the affirmation tool that I share with you when you feel like, oh, I just can't do this anymore. You know that mental strain that you feel is actually a super good thing. So I often talk about neuroplasticity, which is the brain's ability to change itself so that new behaviors and patterns become easy. New beliefs become your new norm. So basically, when you feel that mental strain, it's the brain taking a note like, okay, this pathway needs to shift. And if you just keep doing what you're doing, then that's where the magic happens. All right, that's all for this week's episode. Hopefully this has been helpful and maybe a refreshing take on motivation and drive. I know like, this really helped me so hopefully it will benefit you as well obviously this is 
and podcast episode, and I want to make it short and sweet and digestible. But when it comes to neuroplasticity, we've only touched the iceberg of things. And if you're intrigued to learn more about brain rewiring, how you can apply it in your day to day to support you in achieving your goals, and changing certain aspects of your life, definitely reach out. I would love to hear from you and chat about how I can support you. All right, actually done talking now. Happy New Year, Happy 2022, wishing you the absolute best in the new year. And we will be back in a week with a new episode. Bye.